This podcast is sponsored by Prime Super, providing straightforward superannuation solutions to Australian businesses for over 20 years. Go to primesuper.com.au to see what we can do for you. To coincide with the recent Palliative Care Week, Meaningful Ageing launched two new guidelines which give aged care providers tools and resources to implement and manage preparations for the end of life by all aged care staff. Uh, joining me to discuss these tools is Ilsa Hampton um, from Meaningful Ageing Australia. Ilsa, thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure. So firstly, what, are we, what do you think we're currently missing when it comes to end of life planning that you know, it's, you felt the need to bring these resources? Um, unfortunately, there's, that's, there's quite a lot to say about that. But um, in brief, one of the key things is that uh, there's a lot of staff that are in touch with people as they're preparing for the end of their life and then also in their actual final days and, and when they die. And across all of those different staff, a large number of them haven't had the opportunity to really explore what that means, maybe even to understand some of the um, clinical aspects of it. But in particular, we're interested in the emotional, spiritual and so the existential side of those preparations and what it means to be with people during this absolutely critical time of their lives. Mm. And that's obviously massive, you know, like the existential side. So one of your new tools is the Spirituality of Dying Workshop Facilitator's Guide. Um, What does this entail? So this guide's been written so that um, aged care organisations and also some broader organisations like healthcare or community services can give their staff in a whole range of roles, so people that, that don't necessarily have any clinical training, the opportunity to reflect and start to uh, upskill around their level of confidence and their ability to accompany people around this the spiritual side of dying. So people do start to ask some big questions about their life and it's really important that staff aren't uh, afraid of that and, and sort of skirt around the issues or try to shut them down or, you know, try to even avoid them altogether because they know that the person might say something that they don't know how to respond to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for the patients, is it about getting them past fear or uh, I mean does it include preparing the families for this or you know yeah yeah so for um the the person who is preparing for the end of their life what what we're really hoping for is that their death will be as good as possible but that varies a lot depending on the person there are some common themes that come up for people which is around uh, the need for reconciliation the need to say thank you and the need to ask for forgiveness or or offer forgiveness Mm. Uh, this resource doesn't get too far into that um, because to be able to help someone with that, you do need some time and space. And so that's where the spiritual care practitioner role really comes to the fore. This resource sits um, alongside of that and it's really around um, giving people some general time and space and not being afraid. So if they do start to ask some things, um, you are open to, to letting them speak. Um, But if they're really starting to express some distress around those things, that's where staff are encouraged to refer. And that's part of the resource as well as helping them be aware of other channels for other kinds of support for the person. Mm -hmm. It also um, invites some reflection on cultural um, rituals or certain things that people might need to have in the space around them um, to be able to support them to die well. And all of that is based around what's meaningful for people, which is, of course, is the heart of spirituality and spiritual care. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, you just use that word. Some people might balk at the word spirituality 
can you explain maybe the the exact aspects of spirituality some people might think you're you're kind of bringing religion into it which some people might not be interested in but others might be yeah sure so spirituality is a term that um can often be misunderstood i think we're we're improving uh, as a community and certainly in the aged care sector but we've still got a way to go in the past it was assumed that spirituality was all about religion but we can't make that assumption anymore so spirituality, if you look at the international literature, because there has now been a lot of research to try to um, explore and explain this aspect of life, it, the major themes that come up are around meaning, purpose and connectedness in people's lives and then connectedness with ourselves, with others, with creativity, with nature and with some sense of something bigger than ourselves. And for some people, absolutely, they'll have a faith, they'll have a religious tradition and that's all interwoven with that. But for others, they don't. So everyone has a spirituality not everyone has a religion mm -hmm. i've interviewed in the past um death doulas or end of life doulas and this is the sort of mm -hmm. stuff they similarly talk about um yeah. do you see a, a, a space for those people in aged care yeah um i think that if an organization has got a spiritual care practitioner then quite often they will be able to do the kinds of things that death doulas um are doing but if an organisation doesn't have a spiritual care practitioner, then they may want to explore um, having a death doula involved in, in the care system alongside the other support roles. Um, I think, you know, it's so important that there are people around who are able to explore these things and, and support people with this part of the ageing journey. Mm -hmm. And so maybe going to the other side of the spirituality, I guess maybe part of this is helping avoid any ambiguity for people's end of life plans people can put in place if they want you know a religious aspect to their end of life or not is that that part of this yeah yeah it is and and if there is a religious component well what what should that look like and what does that mean um really best practice spiritual care is all about understanding what's most meaningful to that person um, regardless of any labels that they might be carrying. So just because someone's ticked a certain box for a certain religion or not, we can't then assume that we know exactly what that means in their life. We need to explore it with them, which is why it's important to have those discussions well before the person is actually about to die um, so that they've got that chance to reflect and explore and express and the team around them has got time to prepare and know what sort of things need to be in place, which does bring us to the um, other resource, which is the implementation tool that relates to the National Guidelines for Spiritual Care and Aged Care. The National Guidelines for Spiritual Care and Aged Care have got 50 different outcomes and actions, and this is one of them, but it's actually a kind of mega outcome because it's got... Um, lots of different subcomponents that all relate to these things around preparation for end of life, but it's not so much the pointy end, if you like. It's stepping back um, a number of months, if not a couple of years before that, where it's talking about letting people reflect on their life contribution and legacy, affirming their worth, identity and uniqueness, helping them to explore unresolved issues, unresolved issues, and also advanced care planning, etc. Mm -hmm. And so th these two, uh, the tools and the resources, are they available to any aged care facilities who might be interested? They, um, in their entirety, they are for our members. So to be a member of Meaningful Ageing Australia, you need to be providing support, care and or accommodation for older people. Um, so they're, they're freely available to our members who are a growing group nationally we are publishing excerpts from them um, later in the year to be able to provide some more access to organizations that aren't members 
Well, Ilsa, thank you very much for, for joining us to unpack some of that and um, good luck in the future. Thank you.